Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess, season three, where I focus on business owners, entrepreneurs, and managers, and including their employees. If none of these apply to you, please stay tuned, because if you're looking for that realistic, real life podcast where it just helps you when you're stressed out and just looking for something to help you when you're stressed, this one is for you as well. to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, I have a guest speaker on from uh, Thomas Poljula, and he really works with a lot of us. What causes a lot of us stress is the SEO, the algorithm, the marketing, the branding, all the things that we're told to do and we think we're doing and we apparently aren't doing correctly. So I thought it'd be so great for him to come on here to shine some light and really help maybe take some stress away from us entrepreneurs and business owners of what the heck we're doing and maybe, you know, help guide us. So Thomas, please say hi. Yeah. Hello everyone. Jessica, thanks for uh, including me on the podcast. I'm excited to um, share some of my experience and, and advice here that I can share with any uh, businesses, specifically small business owners out there when it relates to marketing. Awesome. Yeah. And I, and, you know, I read uh, some of your, your website and some of the quotes that people are giving you, and you really do help a variety of businesses. So I think it's, which is so awesome to do. You know, I think a lot of us strive to gain more businesses and things like that and really help a lot. So I think you really are doing that. So I, I thank you for what you do. You. Um, so let's just dive right in. So I think social media probably should be the first question. Sure. <laughs> what do you feel about social media really stresses us out as small business owners? I think there's a lot of information out there. Uh, some of it correct, some of it incorrect. It's kind of like the statistic that most statistics are wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to social media marketing, I think a lot of people, when they get started, don't do it at all, or they do it way too much. And I think there's a very good middle ground to it. Um, and obviously people hire companies to do it. Some people just do it themselves. Um, when it comes to marketing as a, and there are kind of two baskets I want to, open up here. One is the business owner who's maybe a little more experienced looking at team and then the either the solopreneur, the one person, the one man band um, or one woman band. Um, so I think there there's kind of those two baskets. And the first one is for the solopreneur is you still need to have some social media presence. You don't need to be posting 18 times a week, but you don't want to be posting, say, zero or one time per week. Um, social media does give you a lot of relevance. Google, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, um, you can go on and on about the list. I would suggest sticking with three or four to get started so you know that you're relevant with it. Um, you can use Loomly, you can use HubSpot, uh, Hootsuite, all, all the great, uh, not HubSpot, because um, that's, that's a paid one, but you can use uh, Buffer, all, all the platforms for postings out there. Um, I would suggest that the business owner kind of stay relevant with a few posts per week, three posts, geared towards value add information to to your following um and then for your bigger bigger businesses you should be posting three four five six seven times a week to really stay relevant out there and that's probably at the point where you want to hire a agent perspective of am i, am I good you're good sorry all right sorry go ahead just hire an agent we can cut yep. that that's good <laughs> 
So when it comes to working with an agency as a bigger firm, you definitely, I, I look at it as like a financial advisor or an accountant. You really need to find someone who's going to come at it from an educational perspective versus rather sitting down with you and telling you what you need and not really gathering the information. So before we take on a client, we're spending hours with them, usually two to three hours, figuring out what the right path is for you. And I think you need to find a marketing person like that. If your marketing person's just trying to say, here's what we should, here's what you should do. If they're an SEO firm, they're going to try and tell you SEO, right? Confirmation bias. So what we try to do is really understand what the, who the client is, what they need, and make sure that they understand what we're doing so they can measure the return and manage the expectation of what we're doing for them. So it's, like I said, it's kind of like a financial advisor. Don't just have them do it for you. Teach, te we teach and you should find a teacher to understand what digital marketing is and what's the best for your business. Um, so again, I think it's two different baskets, solopreneur, bigger business, and both are super relevant. When you post on social media, it helps your sphere of influence. It helps your referral network. It helps you stay relevant all the time. I don't see people for years and I see them on the street and they're like, it seems like you're busy. Why is that? Social media postings. It, it's it's very true on the last thing you just said before I get diving into everything else. It's very true. They're always like, oh, you're just always so busy, but you said it right to the point. It's your social media is keeping you in the front of everybody. Um, and I think you kind of decreased a lot of stress in the beginning when you said, oh, as a solopreneur, once, twice a week is okay. Because like you said, there's so many things out there that are telling me, you know, seven days a week, six days a week, at least once a day. I'm going, how do I have time for this when I'm just a one-man band, you know? And so for you to sit there saying, if as long as you're being out there in some kind of way, if I'm getting this correctly, then you are safe, right? And so it's not that my, it's not being touched at all. I'm at least out there. Is that yeah. sense, right? And no other marketing person is going to say this, but there's a big difference. I, I separate into two things. One is hunting and one is farming. Hunting is the prospecting and then farming is the SEO, the Google local uh, SEO, your social media postings, your advertising. There's a massive difference between prospecting and marketing and sales and advertising. And as a business owner, you need to know that there are different categories and each have different spends and different time allocations too. And if you're starting your business with 150 followers on Facebook and you're thinking, five to six posts a week with hashtags is going to get you business. It's not, it, it's really a full circle approach. And that's how we try to take the focus. Uh, that just, I think, I mean, for me, I just went, ah, that feels good. So <laughs> yeah. you know, I think, cause you said, I feel like the other thing is when you said, there's so many other things that there is. So there is social media, right. But you also mentioned SEO, you mentioned um, branding. And so, you know, again, I think SEO is just another word we hear but we have no idea what it means. And I don't, you know, are you able to, you know, kind of shine again, shine some light onto what SEO is and, you know, what we can do with it? Sure. So I think, again, every, everyone thinks that SEO is the only option and it's the right option. Um, it's not the right option for every single business. Search engine optimization is the, um, there's both local SEO and there's organic SEO is how we divide it up. Um, your local SEO is mainly for your small businesses. So let's say a local restaurant or a local boutique shop. Um, that's probably a better investment. It's also a cheaper investment versus where SEO is better for um, coaches like yourself. Uh, it's better for marketing agencies. It's better for engineers, accountants, professional services, among many other things, especially product. But you typically have to spend a good amount of money and time when it comes to SEO. Um, plus you have to determine what your keywords are, your location, um, 
it's it's great to have an understanding of what SEO is, but for a small company, it's incredibly complicated and incredibly costly to really get a presence on organic um, when it's probably better to focus on local to start. Um, and there is a difference. When you come to Google, there are about six different places you can appear and you want to make sure that, again, it's, it's good to just consult with a marketing person to understand what you should be doing. And if you're starting out, even just say, hey, I'm not going to be your client, but I just need an hour or two of your time to get understanding of what you really want to do. Um, I was talking to, on another podcast yesterday. It's the same thing with a small business owner. How are you supposed to know what you're supposed to do? You need a mentor and you need advisors. So I'm big on that, whether it's about social media, accounting, coaching, whatever it is. Um, I, I, that kind of leads right back into what you do, right? <laughs> if someone needs you, they, they call you and you really need to surround yourself with the right people to give you success with all areas of your business. So with that, because, you know, and as you mentioned, and you hear it too, like every field is saturated, every field is this, every field is that. So what is something do you feel, and I know you mentioned a little bit about education, but what do you feel is, is a good, if I'm looking for a marketer, right? If I'm looking for someone that's saying, you know, SEO, take my, my business to the next level in marketing. What is something I should be looking for in a marketing person? You need to look for a teacher. Um, and someone who's going to show you the way to meet the proper expectations, not, um, we're going to advertise your business and drive new business. That's not necessarily what you should be looking for. Um, Jessica, if you came to me and said, I want new clients, um, it's a different approach than you coming to me and saying, I'm just looking to build my brand or build my website. Um, there has to be a strategy behind everything. If you're building a website, that's great. But what's the point of that website? Is it to convert? Is it to show who you are um, for advertising? Is the goal, some people advertise for brand awareness and just to beat out their competitors. Um, but there's different budgets, there's a different scale. And I think it, again, it all comes back to um, having a great teacher that can teach you along the way and also set really great expectations um, and, and be there for you and not just sign you up and then disappear. Yeah. And I, and I think we see that in the, some coaches and again, not bashing, but I think, like you said, I think um, that's, what's really important. I think for a small business is that teaching and that guiding in that kind of way, because if you said it's, it's a lot and you know, there's so many people giving so much information and I think it's mixed information because one, there's different information for coaches. There's different information for product people. There's information for maybe a bigger business than I am. So it's, you know, what is out there. So I think actually, what you just said is um, really important, you know, meeting someone, having to meet you where you're at, I think is always important. hundred um, percent. So for those that who use social media, find it very stressful. What do you think is one advice and tip that they can use today to go and help them? Figure out a monthly content calendar that can be written or online. You can get templates online. Um, get, I believe Hootsuite does a few accounts for free or Buffer, and then get Canva for your graphics. So if you're a solopreneur, have an hour and a half a week, which is all it takes. Download Canva, download a posting calendar, get Hootsuite or Buffer, and you're set. Wow. That seems simple. Okay. I like it. Yeah. And I will say I use Canva and it's so simple and I'm not a technology person at all. So I like, <laughs> I like those ones. You can see it's really, really easy too. So I do, yeah. I do hundred percent, you know, agree with those because again, you know, trying all these new things is a lot. 
Um, and so again, like I read your website and, you know, again, you re you reach out to a lot of people and, you know, just talking to you in this short little bit, it, it just sounds like you really want to educate people, you know, and just show them the quote unquote correct way in a non-stressful way. Um, but what is your mission of your business? Sure. So our mission really is to focus on the success of the entrepreneur and you can give someone more business and they can still not be successful. Um, we work with a lot of companies that are small businesses, but they're also bigger businesses locally. Um, so they are bigger local businesses. And the success really comes within us knowing what their goals are and helping them achieve those goals. Um, we work with a lot of people who aren't even necessarily looking for new business. They're just looking to have a great online brand. And that's important for us. So our goal is to really align with their bigger picture goals, not just their marketing goals or their revenue goals. And sometimes it is revenue. Sometimes it is sales and conversions or getting someone off the grounds. If someone's coming into business and has, we have, we have a, a couple of clients right now that are, they're starting out and they're spending thousands of dollars a month just to get their business off the ground. And we're, we're here to help them get off the ground with their business. And that's really what we're about is we're, their partner. We're not a vendor. We're a partner. And we try to help people really um, grow and explore their businesses and, and meet their goals. I like that. There's another thing you keep saying, and it's branding. Again, I think it's another word that people keep saying, but can you dive into, again, just a little bit of what it means to have a brand or what is a brand? <clears throat> yeah. So branding, a lot of people think branding stops at your logo and your website um, and your design, but branding is so much more than just the design aspect of your, your logo and your website. Um, branding extends to photographs of yourself, your team, your projects. Um, it extends to video and showcasing um, uh, case studies with your clients. Um, it's your personal brand. It's your personal LinkedIn. It's the personal LinkedIn of all your team members. It's the the graphics of behind your social media pages, it's your social media postings. And typically when someone comes to us as a client, we're, while our goals are to, let's say, get new business and to drive revenue, branding is the, the component behind it. Because if we run a TV commercial and we also run Facebook ads and we're doing Google ads, everything needs to be branded properly to make sure that people are getting the correct messaging and branding is also in the wording, making sure that you have the right name, the right tagline, um, and all the messages do link together to some capacity. So branding is so much more than just the design or your website. It extends to every single thing in marketing that you do. It's um, so I just had somebody do like a quick like overview of my website. And so I don't know if you looked at it, probably didn't look at it before, but I, my logo is, is a brown um, uh, road crossing and it's like journey to yourself. And so I, off of that, it went to all these brown colors. And so um, I was like, oh, they all match, everything blends, great, that's branding. And so I had somebody look at my website and the first thing they said, they're going, what is self-love? What color comes to your mind? I'm like, oh, pink, purple, blue. He goes, then where the heck is that on your website? And I think it, to me, that really just opened my eyes to a little bit more of what branding was because in my mind, like, oh, everything matched. It was clean, it was cut and he goes, you're not representing yourself it just seems so stiff I'm going oh and it like felt like they're like you know that like right over your head you know <laughs> yeah and look look at Apple's logo look at Amazon's logo their logos change every few years because they develop as companies it's the same exact concept but it's different colors different ways of showing it um, we've had three logo changes throughout the time we've been in business and we finally got the one but our main color is blue 
and our logo. And that's for trust. Each of the colors mean different things. Green typically means um, a little like a little more greedy and wanting things. Uh, orange is a little more creative. Blue is trusting. Every color has a different meaning behind them. And that's actually the first thing that I did when I was creating our logo is I wanted two colors that represent who we are. And one was blue and one was orange. So we have a few other oranges mixed into our marketing to kind of have that come out. And that's the mission of the team. And that's how we kind of display it in our brand. And people don't even know it when they look, but it's the subconscious on what those colors really mean. Oh, that's so cool. That's, it's funny. Cause now that you say orange, I did see it on your site, but it wasn't, when you think orange, you just think it's like boom in your face, but you do right. it so subtle, but so nice at the same time. But yeah, no, it's, it's there. And it's at the, like, I'm thinking about where I saw it. Cause now I can remember where it's at now that you're talking. Yeah, it's all and, the buttons. Yeah. It's all the buttons. I was about to say, it's all the buttons. I clicked on to read more, you know, it's, it's, yeah. um, that's so funny. Um, smart. See, you know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I would also like for you to kind of explain, you know, tell people, you know, they're listening now. They say, Oh my God, Thomas knows what he's talking about. He seems trustworthy. He seems creative. How can I work with him? What is the next steps that you would like for them to do? Sure. So first understanding that, you know, all businesses are in the business of marketing. Everyone's at a different spot. Um, it is best to check out our website, um, at padulamedia.com, P-A-D-U-L-A media.com. Um, and we're, we're flexible. You can fill out the chat on the site, give us a little information about your business, leave us your email. Um, you can call us directly. Our, our office lines on there. You can schedule a meeting with us or just fill out a contact form. Um, we made it so people can communicate with us however they'd like. You can text us at our main number. So once you go to that website, you pick how you want to contact us and we can get in touch. And and typically we have a a 10 to 15 minute kind of screening of um, getting to know each other a little bit. Um, Myself or someone on my team will answer the phone. And then from there, we'll sit down and invite you into our office or or hop on a Zoom and, and really dive in and learn about your business to see how we can help. Oh, as soon as you started listing, 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 sorry, all of the ways that people can contact the first thing was like, oh, he is just open. He just wants you to reach out. No excuse. I'm here. And that's it. And I think it goes back to what you were saying with that trusting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the one thing, and we, we are tight on time and we're running thin, but I I've always said, if, if someone picks up that phone, someone bothers to pick up that phone and call us, they will never get an answering machine ever. And when you, someone calls us, I don't care how big we are, you will get a person. I don't care if it's a spam call or a potential client, we will answer the phone. It might take a while to get to the right person and have a conversation, but someone will answer that phone and you'll get a call back. And that's a part of our branding is that we are open. Um, you know, it, it might take a week to get a meeting with us, two weeks, but we will answer that call. <laughs> no, I like that. I think, and that's, I think the biggest thing is when people call and then someone doesn't answer, doesn't respond. And, you know, again, people are busy, you get it, but you know, that feeling of want is there when you do stuff like that. So agreed. That's awesome. Before I let you go, I started this new cheesy thing where I did it on another podcast. It's this lightning round. And I just ask you outside business questions, but more towards you, if that's okay with you. Are you comfortable with that? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. All right, Thomas, what is your favorite book? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. What was it? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And what's that about? That is about uh, how you pay yourself first and you're paying yourself first is setting yourself up for your fu- future and more so passive income through investments uh, with real estate and ETFs and index funds and how you should make that a priority. And that's paying yourself first. Most people don't pay themselves first. I like that. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
You're so quick with that. I like that. Okay. If what would your last meal be? If they said this is you're gonna be your last meal, this is it, this is all you get, Thomas, what would it be? Pizza. Pizza? <laughs> Any kind of pizza? Cheese pizza. That's <laughs> 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 all right, last one. And what is your go-to hobby? Um golf in the summer, working out in the gym in the winter. Very nice. Thomas, I am so excited. I'm going to repeat all your um, ways to you know, get in contact with you in the podcast note, on my website and everything in between. Um, I just, I'm so excited that you took the time out to um, you know, get interviewed and you know, share some of tips for everybody. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Jessica. Great podcast. Hello, and thank you for listening to Stress Less with me, Jess. Please subscribe so you can get upcoming episodes every other Tuesday or leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts and feelings about today's episode or any other episode you have listened to. If you need more resources or wondering how I can help you with my individual coaching or my workshops, please visit me at journeytoyourself.net. Have a fabulous day.